begin with the latest on that new possible breakthrough drug. It's the first treatment to show real promise. A drug treatment for coronavirus makes national news. And the drug, remdesivir, was first tested at the University of Nebraska Medical Center in Omaha. Key researcher behind the clinical trial for the drug is our guest tonight, Dr. Andre Khalil. Doc, thank you for being on primetime. Andre Khalil is a professor of internal medicine at UNMC and an infectious diseases physician at Nebraska Medicine. He led the first trial to evaluate experimental COVID-19 treatments, beginning with the antiviral drug remdesivir. I feel very proud, very privileged to be here at UNMC, uh, and I think all Nebraskans should be very proud of all the achievements that UNMC has done so far, and, and, and I guarantee you we'll, we'll have way more uh, you know, positive um, um, clinical trials and, and achievements that will help people, not only in Nebraska, but all over the world. In this episode of Leading Nebraska, a look at efforts to test remdesivir and what inspires Andre Khalil to keep looking for effective treatments. It's a cold day in early March. Two women step through a doorway at UNMC and are greeted by a host of dignitaries. including Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts. Well, we're honored to have hosted you here, and we're very happy to see you leaving healthy. So that's outstanding. The two women were leaving the medical center's national quarantine unit, where they had been staying after being exposed to COVID-19 while aboard Diamond Princess, a cruise ship that was anchored off the coast of Japan. Jerry Cerati Goldman of Santa Clarita Valley, California, recalls the long journey from Japan to Omaha. And now on to freedom. And thank you guys. Um, I'm going to get emotional. You guys rock. Thirteen passengers from the Diamond Princess were quarantined at UNMC, and one of them would become the first patient enrolled in a randomized clinical trial of remdesivir. Eventually, the medical center would be part of a National Institutes of Health study that involved more than 1,000 patients in 10 countries. And back in February, when the first patients arrived, the medical center was ready. In February, uh, we, uh, we noticed that the, uh, uh, what was called the epidemic at that time was uh, moving very fast. Uh, through already European countries, uh, and we uh, we were expecting that uh, would be uh, here in North America uh, pretty soon. So um, at that time, we we start already making plans to uh, to be prepared for a potential uh, epidemic here. And when the virus uh, start affecting uh, patients here in the U.S., uh, we already had our uh, plans to um, start a uh, clinical trial uh, with different therapies, and so we uh, we start rapidly, um, uh, you know, the process of designing uh, a study in which we could find new therapies for a virus that uh, up to that time uh, we've never seen before. Khalil says UNMC was uniquely qualified to lead the study of remdesivir. The medical center has one of only a few biocontainment units in the country that could be used if the condition of patients worsened. The biocontainment unit housed Ebola patients in 2014. You have to have a, um, 
uh, infrastructure in place. Um, as we have here at the UNMC, you have to have infrastructure of uh, uh, doctors, nurses, healthcare providers, logistics places, uh, experience, understanding of how to do the clinical research. So these are, you know, these are very, uh, uh, you know, very, um, uh, you know, complex process in which you need a team uh, of, of people that really uh, is very invested uh, in in helping the patients in most need uh, to be, uh, you know, to be offered these trials. In a randomized controlled trial, some patients receive the drug being tested and others are given a placebo. The testing allows scientists to determine if the drug actually benefits patients. In February, there were no proven and effective treatments for COVID-19, so the opportunity to test remdesivir was important. In some of the uh, patients that were in the quarantine progressed to a more severe picture, uh, in which they were required to be hospitalized because of the virus reaching down to the lungs, causing pneumonia, uh, and make their breathing uh, way more difficult as well, uh, in, um, in which they would require oxygen uh, supplement and so forth. So that's the time that uh, we believe that would be the most critical for us to offer a clinical trial to these patients that were uh, more, uh, you know, more ill. The study expanded to include more patients. And after two months of testing, results showed promise. Patients who received the drug recovered faster than those given a placebo. While studies are ongoing, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently approved remdesivir for treatment of COVID-19. UNMC is now in its third phase of the NIH trial this time testing remdesivir in combination with the medication used to treat multiple sclerosis. Khalil is hopeful other treatments and vaccines are on the way. So the hope is that we'll have uh, not only multiple uh, different treatments that we can use in different stages of the disease alone or in combination, but also uh, we hope that we may have uh, even more than one vaccine uh, that can be effective and safe uh, for patients and for um, uh, and patients that are, and for people that are not infected with the virus as well. Khalil was born and raised in Brazil, but he's been in Omaha for nearly two decades. When I came here to interview, I really fell in love with uh, I, I fell in love with the state. I fell in love with the people interviewing UNMC. Uh, and it was just a perfect feat. Khalil begins each day with a run, a habit that keeps him healthy physically and mentally and prepares him for long days ahead. But what really motivates him is the chance to make a difference. There's nothing that gives me more inspiration than day by day uh, taking care of my patients. Every time that I am treating uh, my patients, I get inspired by all I hear, all I see. Uh, and, and it's just, that really drives 100% um, of my profession motivation is uh, making sure that I can make the lives of my patients better and I can save them as well. You've been listening to Leading Nebraska. To read the transcript for this podcast or to find more stories about how the University of Nebraska builds a stronger state, visit nebraska.edu slash nu for N-E.